Welcome to the Community Podcast, brought to you by the Community Paper. Since 1989, the Community Paper has been sharing good news happening in downtown Orlando and College Park. Your hosts for the show are Orlando native and the paper's publisher, Debbie Gunter, and Orlando transplant and managing editor, Tommy Cardinal. Welcome back to the Community Podcast. Hey, Tommy. Hey there. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's new? Well, I'm hoping you're going to tell me about your interview with the Tonester. Oh, been super excited to read that. It was awesome. Um, so, the Tonester is a TikTok like superstar. He um, originally worked at Sherwin Williams in Ohio, and he started doing these videos where he would um, do videos of him mixing paint, and they would get a lot of views because they're it's like really satisfying to watch because it's like it starts with just the white base and then there's I think there's like 15 dyes and like really highly concentrated dyes that they put in with the white paint and with those 15 dyes you can make any color and like the beginning of the video you put the dye in you put it like a little yellow a little blue or whatever and you mix it and it's just like this galaxy looking thing as it mixes together to make a color and it's really interesting but um he got fired from sherwin williams because he was doing it uh on the clock and they said it was um against their gross misconduct policies um so he was making the videos on the mm -hmm. clock while he was mixing paint so what he what he told me he was doing was he was doing videos of paint he was mixing for customers so like he was working but he was also doing a video so he said it was really slow and it was in Athens Ohio and it was slow and he would do these videos and they were getting a lot of views and the first caption for the video for the first video he posted the caption was come buy paint at Sherwin so it was like he was already from the beginning doing it as like a marketing thing for Sherwin Williams right so he reached out to Sherwin Williams um well, he tried to reach out to the uh, marketing people, and they didn't even look at his pitch. So he's like, "You know what? I'll just uh, I'll I'll buy my own paint and keep doing it." And he wanted to like grow it, so he started like doing crazy things, like putting blueberries or like coffee grounds or uh, the gel that's inside glow sticks that glows in the dark, and mixing that in with the paint. And so he was buying the paint himself and doing it during slow hours. Um, and a customer called in and complained. What? What was the complaint? About the blueberries. Oh. They complained that they, there, he saw a video of somebody putting blueberries in the Sherwin-Williams paint. Can you really do that? Or something like oh, that. Oh, gosh. So they did like a whole investigation, loss prevention and everything. He was like, oh, I was buying the paint myself. And then they're like, oh, um, it actually is against our gross miscon misconduct policies so they ended up firing him but like maybe it was but also all these videos that he was posting were getting literally millions of views he had like 1.4 million subscribers on tiktok at the time because they were that That's satisfying incredible. to watch and when you mix blueberries in with paint it's like shocking one video he put a hot dog an entire hot dog into the paint 
squirted mustard and squirted ketchup and then no he fixed it. and it was it was disgusting to watch but it got so many videos it, I just, like, seen it that got one. so many views because it was like what is happening right now and then you see wow. it mixed together so anyways they were really popular and after he got fired from Sherwood williams he moved into like his friend's basement and continued making the videos because he's like really passionate about it like he him and color like he really loves color and mixing color so he did a video, like a story time video, where he talked about how he got fired from Short Wombs, blah, blah, blah. And he went viral. Like BuzzFeed did an article on him. Um, and he just became like such a big deal because people were like, how could Sherwin Williams fire him when they were getting so much brand recognition? Right. Um, and then but- my friend's daughter saw that video and her father happens to own Florida Paint. And they uh, they recruited him. They oh, flew him down story. to Florida, and now he's working over on All American Boulevard. They have a, a paint store there, and they gave him his own little studio. And now he's got his own brand of paints. Um, so it was really interesting to hear his story. And um, and I heard Sherwin Williams tried to get him back. Is that true? I I don't know about that. I know that he got job offers from many different he didn't tell me what job offers okay but i mean i just feel like it was such a missed opportunity from sherwin williams absolutely and i have to tell you when i first heard the story i'm you know i'm not on tiktok so i i don't really get it but i i had to go check him out and i it's mesmerizing like i cannot so now i follow him on instagram so he's on there now too and I love just staring at him mixing the paint. It's really it's crazy. It's really satisfying to watch. It's like one of those. Have you seen those um, hypnotizing wheels mm-hmm. that spin? I guess it's kind of like that, and it just sucks you in. Yeah. So, so I went to over to his studio and so cool. interviewed him, and he showed me how he does the videos and everything, and his um, own line of paints, and it was really interesting. And uh, cool. We have a clip from the interview now. The thing about working for larger corporations it's really about the people you work with directly is what makes the job fun mm-hmm. so that's what i really liked about working at sherman was the people i worked with in that store every day my manager um but the thing is working for a corporation some guy in a suit a couple states away can cut off your employment just like that that you don't even know mm-hmm. that's that's the tough part about it but working for a smaller like business um it's more family oriented. Um, people try to take care of you, help them out, or you help them out, they'll help you out kind of thing. Everyone knows each other. And I think that's something that is super important in the workplace. Okay, I can't wait to read this full story in the next paper. Good job, Tommy. Thanks. Speaking of artistic things that aren't typically artistic, the uh, did you see the new crosswalk? In the Milk District? I did. I love that. I want to see those all over town. That's like, so they did, the Commissioner Sheehan is all about walkability and all that. And she reached out to the Milk District about doing a crosswalk because they already did one in Thornton Park that ha- that looks like swans. Mm-hmm. So it's like these little swans that it, it almost makes like a pattern. Right. And they did a similar thing on Bumby and Central uh, for the Milk District. And it looks like little pink milk bottles. We need more of that since we are once again deemed the deadliest pedestrian 
city in the country. Sadly, and I think you and I can both attest to that because you're a <laughs> biker and I'm a walker slash biker. Yes, um, there's definitely room for improvement, but they're on the right track. And hopefully um, it sounds like Main Street districts are really into helping out with the city of Orlando to to make our streets and neighborhoods more walkable. So, so this report we're mentioning is from smart growth america and they evaluate the 100 largest metro areas so it's not just orlando it's orlando kissimmee sanford and orlando had a better score than the last report but they're still the worst metro area in in the nation well hopefully that will change before too long mayor dyer has a plan right he has an ambitious goal um that he set in 2017 It's called the Vision Zero, where by 2040, the goal is to have no pedestrian deaths or serious injuries. Well, hopefully it'll happen sooner than that. They're making, I mean, they're definitely putting money into it. They're doing the whole bicycle beltway. They're installing crosswalks. And the uh, Commissioner Sheehan has been trying to do the sidewalk thing for years. Yes, that's one of her biggest passions. I remember reading an article about back in, I think it was 2001, she um, had offered to pay for her own sidewalk in front of her house because she was going up against some opposition to some sidewalk she was trying to have put in an Audubon Park. And I heard that portion of sidewalk was literally just in front of her house. Yes. So like the, her it, neighbors it didn't. Went no went to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so she would just walk back on forth on it and be, I, I did it. Thank you for listening to the community podcast and for reading the community paper. We hope you enjoyed our episode today and we love hearing from you. We find most of our stories from our readers and listeners. So feel free to reach out to us on social media or contact us through our website. And if you're listening to this while driving, please look both ways. Thank you for listening to the community podcast. Did you like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends and family to do the same. Stay up to date on the latest news from the community paper by visiting yourcommunitypaper.com and follow them on social media. The show is produced by Nick Jorgudio. Learn more about starting your own podcast by visiting orlandopodcasting.com. So it's not just Orlando. It was the Orlando Kissimmee. No, Kissimmee. Orlando Kissimmee. 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 Orlando Kiss. Okay. Orlando Kissimmee. No. Kissimmee. So it's about the Simmy. Yeah. Kissimmee.